Moto One Podcast Network. Some of these motherfuckers need to be reminded. It's 2023 and they still don't know. I know, right? They're listening to Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. It's like, duh. Um, sometimes we would be pushing the motorcycle home until eventually he just didn't have it anymore. This podcast is hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's hot, one of them's not, and one of them looks like a bowl of snot. You decide who's who. Hey, in the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, the Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto One made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the first podcast of 2024. <laughs> what this the is, fuck? Come on, man. Don't ruin my don't ruin my vibe. This is my new 2024 vibe. What? This, this is this is okay. Come on. All right. Well, welcome come on to, down to the used car tent sale. <laughs> hey, I've got a cow behind me selling cars, fresh, hot off the lot. This is junk. And uh, this is our first show of 2024. Welcome back to the Internet's only podcast that doesn't have to have a YouTube video corresponding to it for people that can't, I don't know, for people that have to read lips. So maybe we'll work on that. Uh, why else would you have a video of your podcast? Then it's not a podcast, it's a vidcast, right? I don't know. Anyway, Extra ad revenue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who likes money. Um, in the studio <laughs> with us, we have post Christmas Kim. <laughs> Defreaksome. What? I no. don't know. I can't. I have to pull a mic and not go with the the. I'll do the post Christmas Kim. Post Christmas Kim. I'll edit that other part out. Okay. <laughs> and also, we have Pedro File on the line with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Pedro file is, but I'm Mike. <laughs> I have to go back to the very beginning though when Junkie said um about the uh Cal go seek or what did you oh, say? Something well, about I didn't Cal. I didn't I said I have a cow behind me, but yeah, Cal Worthington and right. his dog spot. Right. So when I was a kid and I would see those go see cal commercials Wait on a minute. The TV. Oh my god. Can I say something? Did yeah. you think he was saying pussy cow? Yes. Oh my God. I'm not the only one. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. I would walk around singing like pussy, pussy cow, cow, pussy cow. Pussy cow. Yes. Yeah. My my family, when I was singing that in church one day, they, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that it was not the best day of their life. But didn't that sound like that's what the ad said? Pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. I didn't know that until like I was an adult. Yes, me too. I know what you guys are talking about. I can relate to this. You were only, you were just a glimmer in your mom and dad's pocketbook. You're probably that. one of his children or something. <gasps> Scandal, we should I don't do want a, to talk about it. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. I'm not doing a 23 and me. You cannot take my DNA. Mike Worthington in his dog spot. Yeah, and it's just Mike in a cage behind him. <laughs> yeah, no, Mike, you really missed out on some some awesome. I mean, not that there's not good ad stuff nowadays, but yeah, back in the day, there was some pretty sick. Uh, I wouldn't know. I use an ad blocker. <laughs> well, this was on TV. They didn't have ad 
blockers for TV, I guess, unless you change the uh, a TV, you had to get up and like actually turn the knob <laughs> until they invented the remote control clicker. Does anybody remember the remote? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the oldest podcast on earth. Apparently, uh, this is episode three hundred nineteen, the first one of twenty twenty four. I am your host, Junk, and in the studio with me, as always, Mike and DeFreak. Um, I am so stoked to be back together with you guys, and uh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, we need to get into some, we need to get right to business, because I could tell that we've got uh, a few things going on this episode, and uh, I really want to know what your guys' highs and lows are for the week, so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about highs and lows. We're going to uh, talk about some news. we got we got one event or two events coming up that we can yammer about, and then we got a little list of stuff that we want to go through, um, but... First, uh, highs and lows. Um, what are uh, let's start off. We'll go in reverse order of our notes. I want to know, Mike. Mike, what are your highs and lows? All right. So my highs for the week are my Sportster, which I think the last time we talked had gotten uh, put back together. Hold on, I'm excited and pacing around now. Yeah, no, you, you were literally. I could hear you smiling. Uh so on the uh, you know. Through, through your through words. the microphone, yeah, yeah, through the mic. Um, the smile is still there. Okay, Uh-oh. so I love that bike. It, I I've always loved that bike, and Why don't you everyone marry gives it. Me, yeah, I would. Fuck you. You're not my <laughs> real mom. <laughs> um, we're gonna see him I, on so, that show where he's like that weird fetish show where he like oh, he's married his a bike. bike. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Motosexual. Anonymous. Look, it's only happened one time. It was right. really hot and I burned my nutsack. It won't happen again. Right. Um, no, so I love that bike. I've just been having a blast falling. I- I've been riding the Goldwing so much since I got it that it it's nice to be back on it. You know, yeah. it's a it's a different kind of motorcycle. A- and it really highlights it highlights all the positive things about the Goldwing. And it also makes everything that I love about the Harley shine again. Yeah. Um, the new bars that I have are fucking wonderful. It's We're talking changed... about the Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's changed the entire riding dynamic. Um, I had like 10-inch mini apes on the bike. They were just the stock bars, and I they were cool. They, you know, kind of gave it that choppery look, and yeah. it was fun. It's, it was super comfortable to ride or or – as comfortable as a sportster can ever be, right? Um, but it was fun, and I enjoyed it. But you were kind of laid back, and riding aggressive was a challenge with those bars. Um, so now I have some – they're six-inch risers with a four-inch rise or a three-inch rise on some, like, moto bars, uh, kind of T-bar-ish setup, but not douchebaggy. Yeah. Um, and it's you you kind of have to lean into the bike a little bit to in turns you, it brings your front your weight more into the front of the bike rather than into the rear of the bike so you can be a lot more aggressive in turns the suspension changes are wonderful the um the motor everything about the bike now is is really shining the exhaust is wicked loud granted i'm kind of just running a straight pipe but we're not going to talk about that uh <laughs> it's it's wicked man the bike is a lot of fun again 
uh, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Now to the same aspect, the low is I have a slight oil leak from my primary cover. I figured out, I did narrow it down and figure out where it's coming from today so I can fix that um, tomorrow. It's it's not a big deal. It's just the where the clutch cable connects to the actual primary um, cover on the bike. I had disconnected the clutch cable when I was doing my clutch and uh, fully disconnected it from the primary. And I think I need to replace the O-ring. or the, It's either an O-ring or a crush washer or something like that. And I need to replace that. It's it, I've got a small leak from there, um, which is normal for a Harley. So I m- might just leave it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's how you know you have a Harley, really. So, um, but the other side of it is it's kind of a pain in the ass for, to fill the primary oil. So it, I would rather just take care of it. And honestly, having an oil leak is not the ideal situation. I'm going to just take care of it. Um, but I, I'm glad I found out where that was. That's like the low, yeah. the the Goldwing. I'm also having a hard time sourcing a tire uh, for the back. As you guys know, I debeated the tire. I'm just having a hard time finding a tire for it that I like. I was going with a car tire. I ordered one and then it got back ordered and I've just been waiting on it. And so now I got to get another one. It's just, I don't know. Uh, it's spending money that I don't want to be spending right now, like right. especially with the holidays and all that shit. Yeah. So I'm glad that I have one bike that's reliable and working right now. Right. A- and it kind of lined up. Uh, the other side of it is I want to get that Goldwing back. I do want to do some trips once it starts to warm up a little bit more. I want to do a trip and, you know, ha- have some real riding experience again. And my son likes the Goldwing more than he likes the Harley. So right. Uh, I want to get that back for him. Nice. Uh, Kim, what, uh, <laughs> post Christmas, no. post Christmas, Kim. I think my highs and lows are kind of like merged this week. Um, my, one of my highs is I have my bike, I have my risers. Um, I have my risers in the shop. I have my bike in the shop, um, to get my risers put on, which I know you can do yourself and yada, yada, but, Um, I really did not want to dig into that mess this time around. Like I already had a six inch on him. So I'm going with a 10.5, um, original garage moto. So luckily I took it into a shop cause, um, of course I didn't get everything I needed. Um, it turns out I thought I could use my like gauge and, um, the, the like kind of location kit I have for my gauge, I thought I could keep it as is, but of course the like holes don't line up with the clamp, the new clamp on top. And then after that, I found out that the, I need the one and one eighth size, um, bars (laughs) for those Uh. risers once like it got dug into. So of course, you know, when I bought some of the stuff, I didn't pay attention to all the other things that I needed. Yeah. So they're the super fat, is that fatties? What they don't make the ones, uh, what, what, what are the risers? What uh, brand? Original garage moto. Okay. And so they're made up. It's yeah. from, they're from Canada. They're, if they're pretty well known, but they're from Where's Canada. This is totally I'm made sorry. Up. Hold from on. Quebec. You bought Canadian parts for your American made motorcycle. Oh my gosh. I no, like I'm, be, I'm being serious. I like the look of these and they they are like, well, it is a well-known business. 
they came covered in poutine and maple syrup. <laughs> I don't know. But of course, everything is unique to them. So yeah, I had to get a couple extra things, but um, I'm so excited for it when it's Do they done. not make bars that like flare out? Because you only needed to be an inch and a quarter to fit where, where so, it goes through the risers. There's not like an adapter or like so a they flare made, kit. Um, they made a shim set you could put if you didn't want to change out your handlebars. Like I just had the stock handlebars anyway, so right. I wasn't like attached to them or anything. But um, what but risers did you go with? What? <laughs> what which which risers did you go with? I'm looking at them. I'm sorry to cut. Oh, you gotcha, off. gotcha. I thought you oh. meant that company. I thought you wanted her to say the company again. But he, I know he, I he was like I told you. <laughs> um, it's the 10.5 pullback. I don't know. If, I don't remember if there's a style name to it, but no, it's the 10.5. Yeah. So 10.5 pullback. And then, um, you guys always ask me all these questions when I'm t- saying something and then I forget where I was going with everything. Um, the handlebar. Yeah. I was just going to keep the stock handlebars, but then, yeah. So you could do a shim set if you didn't want to change out the bars, but those were like 70, 80 bucks and it looked janky. And, um, I was like for another, for like 120 bucks, I got the ODI bars that I'm just going to, um, have the ODI bars are sick. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. They make good stuff. Well, it's crazy too, because like 99% of the motorcycles on the market for the public sale use like seven eighths. So not only did you go, you, not only are your stockies inchies, but now mm-hmm. you went up to like inch and a quarter. Just yeah. Going, yeah. Just stick a two inch Olympic grip on there, won't you? <laughs> um, okay. So, so it's a high because I'm still excited about the end, but um, I was ended up spending a little more money already. Yeah. How close so, is it to being wrapped up? I think he's pretty close because like the other, I needed a new gauge clamp to like still technically kind of relocate my gauge. Um, cause this, it mounts like under the clamp now. Uh, it's hard to explain. So I had to get a new gauge like mount thing. So I like, I practically overnighted that from Canada just so I could like, not wait too long. So I think the first and next week I'll probably be getting the bike back. Yeah. And you already had a, uh, aftermarket gauge on there too, right? Uh, I had the stock gauge, but I had, I had already kind of like relocated. I had a different bucket, okay. like okay. angled it back. Cause the, gotcha. the risers, it like had a weird angle. So I had tipped it back. Yeah. You know, that's so, uh, something I was going to ask you. I was that my next question would have been, how did you transfer the uh, odometer on there? But uh, you, you have the stock gauge still. Yeah, I thought of the other option was to go to a digital gauge, which I had before on my Street Bob. So that would have fixed, but like that was another option. But it probably would have ended up being more money in the end. Yeah, was it like a Coso or something where you can set the previous miles in it? I think so. That's what he told me. I didn't like yeah. listen too much. Who <laughs> needs to listen when you can ride, baby? I was like, I just wanted, yeah. Nice. I just wanted it to keep it kind of how it was anyway. I don't mind um, the old school gauge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. No, there's nothing so, wrong with them. They put yeah. a lot of uh, design work into the, some of the newer Harley gauges to make them look nice. Yeah. Uh, for that reason. 
So uh, that was like a high and a low. And then just another quick high was uh, I got to, I went and saw the Adam Carolla, um, like a stand-up show, even though I went by myself and asked a gazillion people to come with me. Um, I had like an extra ticket, but that was still fun. I was like, I wasn't going to not go because I was going to be by myself and it was pretty funny. And, um, this chick got so riled up in the middle of the show, like yelling at him. And that was pretty funny. Yeah. Did he, do you know if he was recording it for his podcast? Um, supposedly he was. So I was picturing they'd have other kind of extra stuff set up for all of that. Like I didn't even really see them wearing, a mic. I don't know. Not that I know much about it, like as far as recording a podcast in person, but I thought I'd see something noticeable and it was just kind of normal chit chat. And actually it reminded it reminded me of us three Yeah, because it was him, um, Jody Miller, like another comedian and then another guy, um, Fitz. Oh yeah. 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 Forget his name, but they, I think he has a podcast on the, Adam Carolla's network. Yeah. Probably so, Greg Fitzsimmons or something yeah, like that. So they three were on stage. So it totally reminded me of us. And Two like, funny guys and one lame together. Basically, because like she was sitting in the middle, like hardly like not much to contribute. And I'm like, this is totally like junkie <laughs> me, Mike. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about the whole time. Yeah. No, you're doing good. But um, it was fun. Oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like it yeah. would have been fun. I didn't yeah. get your text till like the next day. Like, uh, that's okay. You replied like a week later. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I haven't talked to you guys. I'm like, I texted you. Yeah, I for some reason I haven't been getting my text. I, that, that just means I've been really busy at work. I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. Julie, I ignore when you guys text me. So yeah, I that's know. true. I know, Mike. I'm dying on the side of the road. I need your help. And it's like da 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 da. da four <laughs> weeks later. Um, so how about you? Yeah. Let me jump into my highs and lows. My highs and lows. Um, my highs is, I mean, I know I've got a bunch, but I only wrote one down is the Dakar. Um, I started watching, I think it was Saturday morning. I got up, I was up bright and early, you know, Saturday night and I flick on YouTube and I see, uh, oh, there was something live on. And I was like, oh, the Dakar, that's right. It's starting this uh, week. So I got to watch the podium stuff live. It's pretty boring. Um, you know, like when you guys go to a race, what, how it is when you're standing there versus what they show on TV. So, I mean, it was pretty boring. Uh, and you just, when you see all the behind the scenes stuff and you see, <laughs> everybody just standing around waiting for the next group of cars to come up before all the pictures and stuff gets taken. It is pretty boring, but needless to say, I still got to see the uh, starting lineup and the grid. And uh, that was pretty cool. They didn't show it all though, because um, I think just for time constraints, they only wanted to show the main classes. So they really didn't get into like the Moto Mali groups and like the classic stuff, at least that they broadcast on this one that I was watching. So uh, I did get to see, um, quite a few of the uh the motorcycles go through and i was pretty stoked the first guy i saw was uh mason klein on this cove and i don't know if you guys have ever heard of cove but they're like a chinese motorcycle company and there's so many you know we've always talked about cf moto on this show together there are so many chinese um 
motorcycle companies that it's freaking insane. And I've never heard of Cove, but he rode for him like last year too, I think. So, I mean, they just, they've been around and I just haven't been paying attention, but he, um, that was interesting to see him. He literally didn't have a ride until, uh, this year when he said, I don't have a ride and like, Hey, we got this extra bike and you rode for us last year. So we'll let you, um, you won't be part of the factory team, but we'll, you know, we'll give you this uh, bike to ride and this and that. And he actually came out and I think won uh, stage one or he, no, he won the prologue and he got to start first on day one. He immediately uh, either got turned around on the <laughs> navigation or something like that and lost like several or had like a breakdown and lost several hours. But uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's uh, at least he started first. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. It was just really cool to see all the all the motorcycles going, especially like like I said, when there's so many like crazy brands that that we don't see here. It was just kind of nice to see, um, you know, people doing crazy stuff like Hero. There's a huge Chinese team, um, all of them riding like um, you know Heroes and other bikes. And I've heard of Hero obviously because they're like I think they are the largest motorcycle manufacturer globally. You just don't hear about them a lot in this country because they don't import them here. But they were they had like a three man team and uh, it was just kind of cool to see what they had going on. But, uh, so that was cool. Um, so that was my high it was uh, seeing Dakar launch off and been able to follow, uh, follow it on YouTube. Uh, it's like on the fifth or sixth stage right now. I think they're going into the chrono stage, uh, right now. My lows, man, I had to make that high. I had to draw that out because my lows, I'm gonna have to speed run through these. Uh, you guys know I'm a negative asshole, but so many things have popped up uh, in the last week or two since we haven't recorded. Like last week, um, Ian Ziering was attacked by a mob of mini bikers, and that made all the rounds. Of course, since like any celebrity uh, gets attacked by mini bikers, what? Have- yeah, you didn't know. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, that's the guy from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, right? Right. Yeah. So he got attacked by I have a, to look this up. Yeah. He got attacked by a t- ton of mini bikes in um downtown LA, like you know, Hollywood. And the bummer for me, well, A is it got a ton of pu- pu- bad publicity. And I've heard a couple other motorcycle well, I've heard one other motorcycle podcast talk about it. Uh and so I know it's kind of like making the motorcycle rounds. And that's kind of what I didn't want. I was so bummed out about it because I just went to Joe's mini bike reunion and said how cool it was. And there's like a lot of people that like, uh, you know, mini biking is a tiny niche inside of motor- motorcycling. And I'm so stoked on it. So I was kind of bummed because these guys had in the video, they had shirts of some of the, you know, clubs I was talking about that were there. So you know who exactly is at this who's doing this shit and they do ride outs like every week here in LA. And I really have wanted to get a mini bike and we talked to, you know, we've, how many times have we brought that up? I mean, I know Mike, we talked at length about how mini bikes was a huge part of your growing up and like how cool they are. Right. And I'm like, I want to get my kids into them. And then something like this goes and happens and it's like, oh shit. Well now mini bikers of all things, mini bikers. I'm looking, I I see this. I was like, I don't know if this is a true story, but I do see it now. No, it is. Yeah. He, he ran and for his life and all the shit and all, you know, whatever. he ran from mini bikers here. I see Dude, there, well, you, you know, there's like a mob of like 50 of them around him, you know, like, Oh, I see. I think oh. there's like five or six punching him. 
So yeah, he I see the video. He ran off. But the thing is, is that now like like what if you rode like a razor scooter and it was a bunch of razor or bird scooter or lime scooter scooterists? You know what I'm saying? Like who it doesn't matter who it is, two wheels is getting a bad name. And and for many for it to be mini bikers of all things. Yeah. And, um, it even looks you know like there's a chick like wailing on Oh him. yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there what was happened. I'm, yeah, what uh, made it? Let's see. From what I read, I'm reading his Instagram post right now. Right. It seems like a nothing sandwich. It seems like yeah. guys on mini bikes got near him. Yeah. He Am I wrong? Got out, got out to check his car for damage. There was an altercation. And when you see it, it looks like he pushed them. It looks like they got into his face and said some shit and he pushed them. And that that started it. I mean, like I said, I don't care if it's a group of rollerbladers. Or uh, he was on Lime scooters. You don't push people, or that's gonna start some shit, right? Yeah. So, as soon as you op- like lay hands on someone, it's like yeah. a free game. So in my opinion, he he made the first move, which was a wrong move. And um, anyways, not but but the bummer is that they took it to, to the next level beating, and like not that they like knocked him unconscious or like you know any of them got arrested, but. Now, I guess now what we have is people looking at mini bikers like thugs too and hooligans. So I'm just bummed out about that because now I can't even ride mini bikes without being. Hassled. But we all know he was always like the pussy on 90210, and yeah. that's kind of what I would expect from him. Okay, I don't know who who was in the right or wrong or whatever in this situation, but. He still just kind of looks like a pussy in this. Like, <laughs> well, he's like a fifty-five-year-old dad too, so I wouldn't expect it to he's be uh, forty-nine. What? Yeah. He's 49? no. Okay, so so these these mini bikes did what you do on a group ride, and you fucking block the car. I'm watching a video oh, yeah. on TMZ right now. Uh-huh. So these mini bikes just blocked his car. It literally at no point does his car get touched and he right. gets out and fucking roid rages out. This guy's just yeah. a fucking clown. He's a washed up actor, dude. Right. So <laughs> what's the last thing he was in? Nine oh two one oh thirty. No, years like ago? Sharknado. <laughs> oh no, Sharknado. Oh my and god. And Sharknado too. But um yeah, but yeah. Dude, he's a real A-list actor, guys. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't matter. What what matters is that TMZ has said hooligan mini bikers. And so now I'm like, oh and, and these like I said, these people have shirts on. You can see what clubs they're in. And it's like, dude, guys, like you're doing this shit in Hollywood, like where there's only cameras and paparazzi. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, he didn't really have to get out of his car. No, nobody bumped into it or anything. So um hey, I ride. And if so and if a group of bikers like accidentally bumped into my car, I wouldn't get out and say shit, you know, like, and I ride, but I know better. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. yeah. So, so in, that in that, the video, yeah. Uh, he tried to block mini bikes with his car. Okay. Okay. So he's in the, like, he's he, automatically he just he started it. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. Good. And then people hit his car with their helmet. So, so after he hit, he pushed somebody, then these guys are beating the shit out of his car, rightfully. You don't assault – I'm sorry. If I'm with you guys and someone assaults one of you, I'm going to fight back, oh, yeah. right? Like I'm not going to let my friend get assaulted regardless of who's in the right or wrong. You jump in and help your friend mm-hmm. within reason. If I'm if my buddy's drunk at a bar, I'm not going to step in and like get – you know. But this is one of those times where – Everybody sucks, and why is this news? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, 
since he made the Instagram post about being accosted, the mini bikers are at fault now, or are the hooligans in this case? So I'm bummed about that. Um, oh, fact- yeah, he totally jumps. Sorry, yeah, he totally jumps out pissed, like right, right from the get go, and shoves the guy. You know what I think he thought is like mini bikes, really? You know, and then he learned, <sighs> yeah. Like, dude, you don't mess around with a group of kids on skateboards. They'll fucking bang you over the head with that shit, you know? Like, just fucking chill. And speaking um, of kids, like, you you actually wouldn't even know. Like, I mean, not, not they're legally supposed to be on the road. But since they are mini bikes, you would think maybe they might be kids if you didn't know. Maybe. You yeah. And when you go to the clubs, they're like 30 to 50-year-old fucking crazy dudes, you know? Like, these mini bikers don't. bikes, bro. They don't fuck Leave around. Leave them alone. Yeah. So that that was my first low. My second low was a, a bunch of EV mandates. We've kind of been talking about it, but I just heard uh, again same podcast. Actually, uh, they were talking. They had an episode on EVs, and I and I swear to God, I made my notes, and then I saw their podcast today, and I was like, "Hey, that looks like what I was talking about." And they list. They literally had a podcast about all of my rants. So we must be on the same brainwave, brain brain wavelength here. But all the EV mandates. I didn't know this. I heard this on their show, and it could be total BS. But um, EV market. Uh, or actually, EV vehicles were like left on uh, uh, what's it called? Um, showrooms last year. Like the sales just kind of tanked toward the end of 2023. And I think I actually did read that. I think that's later in our notes. Um, but yeah. So the mandates thing though is what's crazy. I think I told you guys last year, like Stellantis already closed down because they're like we won't be able to produce electric vehicles and employ people because they both cost the same amount of money. And unfortunately the mandate is requiring our cars to cost more than we can afford to pay people. So they laid off like 1500 people. Um, and on top of that, I have a conspiracy theory and I know I've mentioned it a couple times and I I'm out to document it this year and see if it's true or not. But I, I feel like making more electricity is actually polluting more and heating up the temperature more <laughs> and causing job losses and everything else that we've talked about on the show where, um, you know, they're only good. You crash them one time and they're no good anymore. So you have this brand new, you know, $100,000 vehicle. You mm-hmm. get in a, a small crash. I just saw a crash at the end of my street two days ago and somebody got T-boned in the intersection. Both cars were gone when I was coming back, but one was completely fucked, but he was still able to drive off. Electric vehicle, that thing's done. That thing's going in the landfill now. And regardless if it was two weeks old, you know, so definitely didn't, they don't offset their carbon footprint, all this shit, but nobody's backing down. And I, uh, it's another thing I want to talk about in 2024 at some point is that we already have things in place for hydro. I'm starting to embrace hydrogen uh, more and more. And when Bill Clinton was going out of office, this is like a thousand years ago, you know, <laughs> Bill Clinton hasn't been president for like, you know, 20 years. But when he was going out of office, he said one of his legacies was this hydrogen highway. And they started building infrastructure in California way back then. That's why I'm even mentioning it is because he started this shit back in the early 2000s. And he he was president in 2000, right? He's this, And then Bush started in 2001. So for 24 years now, supposedly some of the laws that he put in place was to make hydrogen more of a thing. Well, I don't know if I've seen it, but I'm starting to think like the Kawasaki hydrogen bikes are kind of making sense. And Honda supposedly um, made some patents for a hydrogen hybrid engine a couple years ago. That makes more sense to me than all the shit that we have to like, you know, you just need like water in, in the air to 
use electrolysis to make hydrogen. From what I heard on a, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, gas stations are already set up to make it there on site. You just have to have something to suck uh, water out of the air and then use it, you know, electrolysis or however the, whatever the fuck makes hydrogen. You don't have to have, you don't have to like get all this batteries, you know, first of all, make batteries and then make electricity using coal and all the shit. And just, I don't know. I think electricity is actually heating up the planet, ironically, in a very I, I ironic. I'll also go as far as to say electric cars are very dependent on slave labor. Oh, like, that too. That there's, to, there's a lot of make, issues. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I am anti-electric vehicle. I'm starting to go there. At first I was pro and then I, I was seeing the green light. And now I'm like, the underside of it though, that everyone was talking about, I'm starting to see that too. <laughs> so, um, but mostly from the insurance side that we talked about last year, you know, insurance companies have to cover for the value of this thing. And then when they trashed, it's just, that's why insurance rates are skyrocketing, which is going to lead us to not newsworthy news. Um, and then also motorcycle profiling, which is something the AMA is working against this year. I didn't even know this shit was still going on, but apparently it is in several states. Um, and when I was looking at motorcycle profiling, I saw a video that some lawyer guy had made on flashing your lights to warn people that there's a cop and he got pulled over and the cops saw that he was recording and changed their tune real quick. And it's not <laughs> illegal to flash your lights to warn anybody that there's a cop. And uh, another guy on Reddit that I've seen this video about 3,000 times was tapping his head as he rode past a cop. And the cop pulled him over and put him in handcuffs. And then I don't know what the ticket was for, but the, I don't know what, what, why the why they had reasonable doubt to even pull a guy over and put him in handcuffs. No questions asked yeah. for tapping his head as he rode past a cop. That's just a mad cop. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's... dude. Motorcycle profiling and and all this all this shit that I've been uh, seeing that we haven't talked about. I'm finally like, oh yeah, that that's I. It's it's coming around every week in uh, in all the stuff that I I keep seeing online. I'm like, really, I can't believe this is still a thing that we're talking about having to fight in 2024. You know, I just read the latest uh, AMA magazine and they're talking about getting rid of all this shit they've been talking about it for like 20 years though you know people are still doing it it's crazy so those are my lows um yeah before we get into our news and events and all that stuff i know mike you got something you want to talk about really quickly i do want to say thank you to uh rob who gave us a shout out on reddit um a few weeks ago when i put up um our uh, you know, what is motorcycling to you sort of thing. Um, he did respond that he was really looking forward to uh, getting out there and riding um, this year. Actually, I think, I don't think I put that. I think it was, uh, I had a, I had a post asking what people were going to be up to in 2024. Like what's 2024 going to bring for you? Mm -hmm. um, and Rob says he's going to be getting it back into riding after my crash. So this Yay. is Rob T. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rob. Yeah. He's going to take oh. it easy and enjoy the experience that everyday riding uh, gives I feel like it will be similar to when I first started writing like the most most basic trips were a blast and I gotta say that that is so refreshing to hear um, everything was new and exciting no need to push the limits to get the thrills I've missed writing every day so much so yeah that that makes me feel like you know I I'm stoked for him to say that he he did put a lot more shit on here it's a pretty long email but to sum it up like you know that's that's it he's also gonna um, take some courses and drills like super uh socal supermoto and i think he said the 
Harley, uh, the Coronado Police Department um, does like free instructional programs and stuff. You know, he's from San Diego. So yeah, he's he's really stoked. So he, rather long email, very heartfelt and loving. But yeah, just stoked to hear that he's excited to get back and that he's getting back uh, finally after cracking all their bones and ribs. Um, Good. Yeah. Also, Mike came to us on Instagram. Uh, Mike is a uh, pa- uh, patron who upped his patronage. So, Mike, I will be sending you um, the next tier benefits, uh, which m- includes a handkerchief with uh, a kiss mark with me and my favorite lipstick on it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, the, so we'll, we'll figure I it out. I can send him a sweaty jock, jock strap. Uh, sweaty jock strap. Dawson, you got something with some sweat on it we can send Mike. <laughs> yeah, like a I'll I'll um I'll send him a sports bra after I work out. Yep, the Peloton sports bra. Sports bra. The Peloton at, at, bra. At the $69 tier, you can actually get one sweaty gym sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um he's actually going to be out here in February and uh he's going to be heading out toward um Joshua Tree, which is pretty I'm stoked cuz Joshua Tree is beautiful enough as it is, but then to be riding through it, I think he's going to rent some dirt bikes and he wants me to show him some really mundane stuff. So I'm re- I'm going to take him to um the uh San Andreas Fault. If you guys have ever been there, it's very fucking boring. So I'm like I'm when looking forward to that. When is he coming out? In February, I think uh the end of February, something like that. Oh, uh, I'll um, be um I'm going to be up at Joshua Tree at Pioneer Town President's Day weekend. Is that in February? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Like 17th or something. Sweet. Maybe that's when he's coming out. If I, I'll have to tell you. Uh, yeah. I'll look, have to look at my message and tell you. But yeah, so he's uh, going to be doing that. So it'd be kind of fun to hook up with him when he's in town. And then last but not least, uh, our good buddy Matt from uh, Florida, from Motor- My Motorbike Obsessions, uh, checked in. I had emailed him. About doing a history episode uh, with us this year, and uh, we're gonna cut a cut an episode. We're gonna schedule something for February, and uh, cut an episode with him. And uh, Florida's treating him well, and he actually has been getting out his old uh, dirt bike slash flat tracker slash supermoto, and uh, been ripping around through Florida. I don't know flat lands. I mean, Florida's like all flat. I don't know where he's been riding swamps. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, that's our emails and contacts. If you want to contact the show, hit any of us up on our social medias, like the DMs on Instagram. You can slide right in them. Mine are nice and greasy, and uh, you slip in if you're not careful. Um, or hit us up at creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and now, to get into our segment that Mike has been dying to tell us about since last year. Oh, man. Okay, so guys, uh, buckle in, sit down, buckle up, put your (laughs) helmet on, grab your gloves. This is an opportunity for me to talk about uh, two things that plague Instagram and plague social media right now that have been absolutely killing me. Number one, first and foremost, if you have purchased motorcycle gear and you wear said motorcycle gear, Typically, it's just a helmet and gloves because jackets are for pussies or something, right? <laughs> right. Um, I wear a jacket on my pussy all the time. And make these videos without actually owning a motorcycle. Mm. I automatically hate you. you. Even when you get a motorcycle, anything you say or do will be discredited permanently in my eyes. You've lost all credibility entirely because you're faking a part of something that you're not. Um, 
I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest. I didn't know that it was like motorcycle role play. It's it's a big thing to be like a motorcycle role player. And it's these young kids. I would say they're probably the average age is like 18 to 20 young males. I haven't seen a female doing it yet. (laughs) Because we're not Uh, dumb. Yeah. yeah, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hey, I know, right. but I do. I know older. I'm just gonna say, I know older. I'll add more to that in a minute. <laughs> okay. So there's these people that it, it, I don't know. I have a big problem with people that use their motorcycle as a prop for social media, where you see these people on social media that they they post a video of them sitting and showing off their fashion and smoking a cigarette in front of their motorcycle. And then they like don't ever actually post any videos of them riding and no one ever has videos of them at a motorcycle meet or hmm. there's no like evidence that this person actually rides a motorcycle they just use it for a prop that's one thing and it's fine whatever do what you want with the things you own but you're a poser and everyone hates you um hey and even those people hate the people that don't even own the motorcycle prop they just own the helmet and gloves And, and so that's a that's a plague of the internet right now and i hate those people so much deeply from within me i'm not a person that harbors much hate in my life but I want you to know that I I hate you guys, all of you. Now, this segues into the next thing. Okay, so adding to this poser thing, someone that supports a very big club and doesn't even own a bike and has like the support gear, takes all the pictures, like goes to the events, um, that really gets my panties in a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, this thing too. I didn't even realize that was a thing, you guys. Like, I, I, I guess Always I just don't. Yeah, I guess I don't pay enough attention to that. But it does remind me of one person that I completely and totally forgot about that I saw making memes with like a two-stroke, and he just does like ten-second clips of like I don't know. It's supposed to be like a parent yelling at him from off-screen, and then he just goes and revs it as loud as he can. Or like he drops a tool and then just revs his bike as loud as he can. And I even saw one where his bike was sitting there and he kickstarted it with like, I don't know, his pinky toe and then revs it. And I realized, wait a minute, he just kicked the, sh- he just kicked the shifter. Like he's not kickstarting it or, or the brake pedal rather. I was like, the Kickstarter is on the other side of the bike. He had it on the wrong side <laughs> and he, he kicked the shifter and it was supposed to, we we're supposed to think I've that he started that. Yeah. It. Is yeah. it. Is that, the, is that one of the guys you're talking about? That's the it's a, in the same vein. Gotcha. Um, They're just ridiculous. They have no like they have no, no context. Sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I know no, exactly no what you're talking about. Yeah. Those do piss me off. I just I just don't give them any time, so I really didn't think it was a thing. But yeah, I know exactly so, what you're talking about. They're to, terrible. To, to segue into my next thing, I'm actually going to call out a person by their Instagram handle, and this this video they posted. It is a video of them crashing, and. The person I'm, this is Instagram at Felix, F E L I X underscore. He should change his name to Felix underscore Dunce because he is an absolute retard. This man has a 2024 ZX6R. If you look through his Instagram, um, he, I think he had a Kawasaki Z650. Which, by the way, is a great beginner bike. Like that's a that is 
high end of CCs for what I would consider a beginner bike, but it's a great beginner bike. Anyways, he had a ZX6R, or he had a, a Z650, Kawasaki, whatever. A no context to what happened to it, probably traded it in for his ZX6R. So this kid posts a video with his Insta360 slung behind him and, you know, the cool guy shit that every sport bike kid does. And he's got a Z650 or his uh, his cool Insta360 angle and he's got a quiet license plate. So context for you guys, if you don't know what quiet is, quiet is a street racing thing. Um, they actively pursue cop chases and they run from the cops and they do it in cars and motorcycles and it's guys that largely can actually fucking ride and can actually drive and i'm not condoning running from the police by any means but if you're gonna do it and if you're going to show that image that you are cool and run from the police don't put it on your stock fucking license plate bracket on your zx6r <laughs> you little okay. clown ass kid all right so this kid says, oh no, the motor locked up and my rear wheel locked and it, it, I don't know how to ride. The engine cuts off right before my wheel locks. So this kid in the comments is saying, which by the way, there are literally 1800 comments on this post. And this kid is saying, oh, I don't know how to, or I, I don't know what happened. The, the motor locked and you can't, I didn't even hit the brakes. You can't see my brake lights go, but you can't see his brake light in the video anyway. So it's such a weird argument that he's making. Um, and he's saying that the motor completely seized and died, which if you know anything about how motors work, even if the motor seizes, it's not going to stop turning. Or if it stops running, it's not going to stop turning. It's you're still going to have forward acceleration or for, forward momentum carrying you through. The the wheel is going to push through the transmission. It's yeah. not like it's going to immediately lock up. For context, I had like a coil go bad and on my single. So obviously, I have one coil, one cylinder. I lo I lose power and my bike just goes and I and I literally I mean, sputter over to the side of the road. You would have you would absolutely have time and indication yeah. to prevent anything from happening also that happens in this video if my bike were to lock up somehow i pull in the clutch and that yeah, should easy. disengage the tranny from the rear, so, rear, rear, rear wheel exactly you you would hope right well not if the transmission fails but is it the transmission or the the motor because if you look through this comments he blames his transmission right this kid's a clown um, and normally I wouldn't give this kind of stuff the time of day, but I'm a firm believer in knowing how to ride a motorcycle. And especially if you're going to have what is considered oh, a great. super sport bike. I'll leave the you conversation know? now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Junkie, junkie, you're out of this. You crashed. No, if you're going to have what's considered a super sport bike, a ZX6R is by no means a bike for a novice. That is a, a, a fairly impressive motorcycle. Yeah, and if he, you don't he know went how from to a ride, parallel twin street bike to a f inline four, you know, a six three six is an inline four, yeah, race bike, really. It is. It's it's a glorified race bike. It's got it's got lights and all the shit you need for the street, but it is by no means a bike that is for a beginner. And, and in the video, you can hear motor stop, quote unquote, stop, and. and I use that word loosely because it's if anyone who rides listens to this, you hear the clutch, like, you know, the clutch is pulled in. There's no active drive to the motor clutch is pulled in and then the wheel locks up. And the, what I believe happened is he mashed himself into first gear or from a higher gear and went down low with too much RPM. 
So he 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 crashes and he dumps his bike and he's blaming everyone but his inability to ride. Um or everything but his inability to ride. And so many people are calling him out for it. And I just think it's important that we highlight this and not just this person, but everyone, because it's a trendy thing to buy a sport bike. If you're a young kid on Instagram or TikTok, I see it all the time. There's these people that buy a sport bike and then they think they can learn to ride and they kill themselves. I mean, how many young kids do you see you posts in, in your local motorcycle community thing about some 18 to 24 year old guy or girl that killed themselves on a sport bike because they didn't know what they were doing. Right. Or, or they crash and they blame everyone but themselves for their inability to ride and handle a motorcycle. Th- this type of mentality that these young guys have, it, it's, it's dangerous and it's yeah. going to get a lot of them injured seriously injured or killed and and this mentality needs to change and i i sincerely hope that this guy felix underscore for dunce or whatever it is i hope that he takes to heart that there are 1800 some odd comments on that post and most of them are like hey bro you fucking suck at writing get better this is your fault and they're telling him it's his fault and he's fighting so ardently that it's not his fault but anyone with an ounce of writing experience can say this is what happened yeah and, and it, it's such an avoidable accident yeah it sounds like you also went to fuck the, this kid yeah <laughs> send all your hate mail to recycle garage at gmail.com he um it sounds like he went to the yami noob school of uh, popularity and success in broadcasting because i think yami noob famously crashed uh an Aprilia or something head on into a Porsche. Uh, Triumph. Uh, or, or Triumph. That's what it was. Triple. That's what Straight, it was. A speed triple. Head on into a Porsche <laughs> and flew like Porsche. fucking 25 yeah. feet in the air. Yeah. And Max Wrist can't not crash bikes. So yeah, I guess the, I guess that's the thing to do is that your heroes crash bikes uh, and, be, and are super successful because of it. So I guess that's not a bad start. Maybe I'm on my way to some newfound fame. Who knows? Um, yeah, man. Uh, did you have another rant besides that? I mean, I know that was that was one that you had been calling out since last year. Uh, you've been uh, you've been yeah, hanging no. out with that so, for a while. Uh, well, I, I just like it, it's kind of just the thing. Like, if you're gonna use your motorcycle as a piece of fashion or a prop for your Instagram videos, I I can't stop you from doing that, right? I I can't do anything against that. And by all means, it's your right and responsibility to be a fucking idiot. But if you're gonna do it do it. But also if you're going to make videos that are saying that you ride a motorcycle or showing you riding a motorcycle, do it as safely as you can. And sure. Yes. It's more thrilling to watch a video of a guy splitting lanes at 120, but how many of those guys that post videos of them splitting lanes at 120 miles an hour are still posting videos? Yeah. You know, there, there's a time and place for all this. and, And a lot of these guys will, they'll blame everyone but themselves and right. then there will be an accident that kills them. Right. And, and it's, it's inexcusable. And it's something that, you know, I, I've seen, I, I have seen and I have known far too many people who have died on two wheels from, uh, not even from their own doing from, from the doing of others. And if you can prevent yourself from dying at your own hands, that's one thing, but you really want to try and prevent it from dying at, you know, or dying from somebody else, you can't stop somebody else hitting you. 
Yeah. But you can do everything in your power to stop yourself from killing yourself. And it just, it sucks to see these people do it and then not take the criticism. I see, like, I mean, I remember seeing some of a female, um, like some of them that try to stunt, like not the, not the, like the well-known stunter female writers, but like they try to stunt, they wreck, they're in the hospital, like posting videos of how messed up they are and have GoFundMes and all this road rash. Cause they were wearing tank tops and things like that. And they're like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to always wear gear, you know, from here on out, yada, yada. And then like a year or two later, it's out doing the same thing. <laughs> Like that's what gets yeah. me is when you go out and do the dumb shit and then want to go fund me for your like stupid decisions. Yeah, man, crashing is dumb. I I I wouldn't ride the way I do if I didn't have if I didn't have uh, insurance. But to do it, yeah, to to, I don't think I would stunt because I know how fucking expensive <laughs> shit is. And I'm on, I'm on the mic, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I, I've sliced my leg open mountain biking and my wife's like, oh, that looks like you need to get it amputated. And I was like, a little duct tape and some fucking Bactine will fucking be just I can't right even, as right. Yeah, I can't even get my camera like on to, to my, p- p- get my camera app open without probably like veering off the road, let alone trying to record (laughs) some crap. Right. I'm not even going to try that. Exactly. The other thing too, the final, my, my final thought on this thing is that like Mike said, accountability, every single crash I've ever had on the street, on the track, they were all my fault. Even the one that wasn't my fault where someone hit me, I still take, uh, credit for that one because like honestly if I'm being very honest with myself I should have like assumed that that person didn't see me and I was riding like they did so I mean every single crash I've had has been my fault and I will admit it you know and and uh, learn from it but yeah you can't you can't say stuff's not your fault even unless you're a racer and you're uh you know unless you're a racer and you think it might affect your ride next year you have no reason to not accept responsibility <laughs> so for sure um hey you guys want to move into we've been we've been yapping for an hour you guys want to move into the uh the segment the upcoming events real quick yeah let's talk about it future edit happening today right now if you're listening to the show right now uh the parts and labor show we've been talking about it since last year it's finally happening today from 10 to 5 at the uh pat o'brien pavilion or the don rasky memorial museum or the uh philip bartok uh minor chord orchestra um gazebo whatever the fuck the bu- that building is at uh, is it really the pat o'brien pavilion i think it's, at, it's right. happening at the del mar fairgrounds, fairgrounds and there just, will be signs to point yeah. you to the san diego you don't need to specify the fucking uh building that it's in <laughs> is it even called del mar anymore <laughs> probably not it's, isn't the, it like san diego county Oh, fairgrounds! It's, it's, blah, it's the, blah. at the Del Mar racetrack where right. they race horses, where go. they absolutely abuse animals. They it's do. at that place. It's right so next let's to the go to the, go there. The Del Mar bullfighting ring is right next door. Um, so yeah, that's going to be happening. Apparently, you jokers are going to be there tomorrow night. So I'm pretty sad about that. But I will be there Saturday, hopefully with a couple of my offspring in tow. Uh, one of my 14 kids. 
uh, will be coming with me. Um, and then the next day, if you are so inclined and still in the San Diego area, maybe from out of town, uh, why don't you head out to Glen Helen and watch Hell on Wheels do some of their TT scrambles. Hey. If you ever wanted to know what it was like to be Steve McQueen and his buddy Malcolm Smith and his other buddy, I don't know, Marty Mokes or whoever the fuck was out with them on the old... Uh, uh, beaches down at Pismo Beach, wherever they were riding on any Sunday. Guess what? The guys from Hell on Wheels were inspired by those uh, those times, and any f- fool with a motorcycle can come out and race this race. You don't have to have a license. You don't even know how to how to have to know how to ride. But if you don't know how to ride, maybe you uh, get in a class with an appropriate, uh, you know, like the novice class or something. But yeah, it's going to be fun times. TT scrambles out of the Glen Helen uh, raceway at the trophy truck track. And then uh, sometime else in January, the Paradise Road show is happening. (laughs) The end of the month. There you go. Um, At the end of the month. Yeah. Side note too, on the parts and labor event too, usually, and I think it is going on is also like the oddities fair in the, Mm -hmm. In the, uh, I can't think of a, whatever in the, building. In the, the right Stanley next Kubrick, to it. uh, <laughs> the Stanley, Stanley Kubrick Cup, pavilion, the for, Stanley Cup pavilion right mm-hmm. next to the Don Jose one. Um, mm-hmm. some, I'm not, you can kind of sometimes like get into that, mm. um, after you leave. Yeah, dude, last well, year I was walking. Enter. Yeah, I was walking to the Biltwell show last year. And of course, remember that day? It was pouring down rain, like the Mm -hmm. worst rain Southern California's had in decades. And all these fucking freaks and circus freaks (laughs) were like standing around. And I'm like, well, I mean, that was me in high school. I don't know why I'm saying like they're freaks now. That's basically how I dressed in high school. But uh, now that I'm a crotchety old man um, that dresses like Ned Flanders, I can say a bunch of these like sideshow circus freaks are walking around. And I'm like, are you guys going to parts and labor? Man, this has a different vibe than I was thinking, you know? <laughs> and they're like, no, we're going to the oddity show, which would be kind of cool to see a bearded lady and spider kid and all that fun stuff. The yeah. you know, eight, eight-legged goat. Yeah, check it out. Um, let's bang on to the next segment. And I'll try to rush through these uh, so that we're not here till midnight is the... Uh, not newsworthy headlines and I got five of them this week and I just wanted to let you guys know these are also my lows (laughs) so my new lows is the news Uh, number five the Ulster Grand Prix gets cancelled again and this kind of calls back to what I was saying about the uh, insurance costs going up because of electric cars I'd like to blame this on electric vehicles even if it's not even if it's the not the truth but for the second year in a row this historic race has been scuttled thanks to insurance woes and failure to secure other options to you know cover them uh the the isle of the man tt is probably the most popular road race that takes place on public roads but the ulster gp is the fastest and um yeah this is the second year in a row where uh irish road racing has been canceled last year. They almost canceled Isle of Man because of it too, but they canceled, um, they were going to cancel the Northwest 200. They were going to cancel Ulster. They were going to cancel, um, the Tandegree, all of these crazy road races that happen in England. And it's like the last place on earth or well, England and Northern Ireland It's the last place that they'll let you actually race on public streets besides like Macau, which I think is in China somewhere um, because of insurance problems. You know, they don't want, they don't want to cover people dying 
or getting hurt on them. Um, so insurance companies, as more and more medical shit gets crazy in this world, uh, they are not willing to give these race organizations policies to race on public roads. So sadly, just like bullfighting uh, as a tradition that people find, you know, cruel and useless, they, uh, this motorcycle racing on public roads sounds like it's going to be going the same way unless something with um, insurance happens in the next couple of years. I can't, I can't see people trying to pick up and publicly f- or fund this with just their club dues. This is not going to happen. Uh, second, or actually uh, number four, electric bike registrations are down in the UK and probably the United States. Uh, Electric bike registrations and so presumably ownerships uh, dropped by over 37% in 2023 as compared to 2022. Bike ownership and registration dropped 35% in December alone compared to uh, 2022. And meanwhile, internal combustion bike sales rose in December compared to uh, the year before. And... um, less than half of 1% for the whole year. So internal combustion sales have been pretty steady, uh, n- almost no drops. And electric bikes are doing the same things that, that you know other podcasts I listen to said it's happening to cars. They're just not... Nobody's interested anymore. Uh, the dream, the facade is, uh, is over. Uh, headline number three, former 90s sensation Anthony Gobert is in the hospital. You guys may or may not I, I remember hearing about this guy, but he hasn't raced it raced for a little bit, but he, he is kind of like, uh, one of those guys that is still, you know, you hear his name come up when they're talking about brilliant racers. Um, he, the Australian was super prolific in the nineties. He won the 1994 Australian Superbike championship in his first try, like his first season out. Uh, then he raced world Superbike for a couple of years before testing positive for marijuana in 1997. Can you believe it? I remember back in 1997, if you wanted to legalize marijuana, you were basically asking for a prison sentence. So this fucker knew how to party and was way ahead of his time. Uh, you know, if only he had uh, been 20 years later, they would have been like, a, he would have had a weed sponsor uh, on the side of his bike. Um, so he transitioned to AMA Superbike after that. When he got kicked out of World Superbike for smoking pot, he came to the uh, Americas to race uh, AMA Superbike for uh, leaving the racing scene in 28 altogether, which uh, incidentally is the same year that the S1000RR and the Yamaha Crossplane crank were introduced. What a fucking year to get out of racing, bozo. Uh, anytime. Anyways, anytime. Anyways, a, uh, his, his brother, Aaron Gobert, who is also a racer, uh, stated that he's in palliative care after having some short illness and um, the family's going to release more in due time. Kim, what is, as a nurse, what is palliative care? Um, that's usually like hospice or like yeah. comforting towards right. the end of life. Yes. Or that's, just making comfortable. Thing. Yeah. Right. So I think that they're probably going to release... I mean, basically they said he's in the final stages of his life. I don't know what this crazy illness that he had was, but um, he reportedly hasn't been well in the last few years. So that's sad to lose a legend, regardless of how, how it is. Uh, um, he struggled with addiction, but I don't think uh, addiction to beer or marijuana can kill you. I'm not sure. Um Headline number two, Mav TV is going to relaunch in 2024. Uh, Mav TV, well, I'd like to talk about them one of these days. Uh, the network's going to update their website, launch a new app, uh, integrate with some existing distribution companies like Hulu Plus, Pluto, Roku, um, Dish TV, um, and then some of the already existing sports networks. Um, 
like uh, like NBC Sports and all that fun stuff, they're going to bring you some more programming to viewers and documentary style programming. Um, and the majority of its viewers are young males who are 18 to 24. So uh, women viewership also doubled. So that means that uh, some of the young dudes have girlfriends that are watching now or the three chicks that were watching um, got a couple of their friends to watch now with them. That's uh, They didn't say how many, how many women doubled. They Whatever. just said it doubled. So it could have been seven chicks and they got three <laughs> of their friends to start watching with them. It's because they start, they're showing up at the wineries now. So, you know. Mm. But yeah, Mav TV, they took they used to be free, I think. They took over um Fans Choice. I, I'm pretty sure Mav TV either took them over or took over some of their broadcasting stuff. Cause I remember Mav was like the only place where you could watch like local sports, which you know, you, you're not gonna find that shit on NBC anymore, or there's no speed vision in, as far as you know, like a channel like Speed was. Um, so you're gonna have to go to Mav TV. They're gonna hopefully be covering more of this local shit. Um, and number one, final headline of the week. I can't believe we got through these so fast. Uh, Spain seeks to mandate personal protective equipment. Uh, after reviewing the latest crash statistics and Death statistics, actually, is what uh, I left out of that sentence. Uh, the government of Spain is proposing a ban on jet-style helmets, and they seek to mandate some gloves. And the jet-style helmets are like the um, the open face. They have, like, flip-down visors or goggles or, like, those shark helmets that has, like, the little rubber face guard that goes over. It kind of looks like a, like a fighter jet, you know, style only there's it's not protective whatsoever it's just like a little piece of decorative plastic or rubber so like if you crash that's just gonna go into your (laughs) down your throat so they want to make it so that you have to have a full face or a modular flip you know a modular flip um and they don't want these like halfy jet helmets or half helmets or none of that shit because people that were dying were either not wearing helmets period or were wearing like half helmets and shit so um. Yeah. Fucking a France. I don't know, man. France. Th- oh no. I'm sorry. This is Spain. This is Spain. So Spain. Um, it, it sounds like they're doing kind of what I think France did. This France has a mandate. I think where you have to wear gloves. Uh, and I don't know oh, if I really? mentioned that. Yeah. 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 So that was the other thing is they want you to have to wear gloves because the first thing you do when you go to crash yeah. is put down your hands. Not me. I just you know flip uncontrollably off my bike, but. I do think that I've seen a lot of crashes, a lot of videos, probably the ones that Mike hates too on YouTube where they're showing themselves like crash on their brand new bike where they put down their hands. It's the very first thing. And I'm pretty sure France already has that as a mandate. So Spain's probably like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. But um, yeah. Well, we got into our uh, first half of our show. You spent an hour with us so far. Let's take a quick, quick break and we'll come back with some... Uh, to talk about some shit that we get called out on for being, you know, bikers, not bikers, and all that fun jazz. We'll be right back. Mm, what's that smell? They're at it again. The folks at RP Enterprises solving two world problems with one great solution. You got a hankering for some of Grandma's hush puppies? Sure you do. They're delicious. You love them. Well, how about solving world hunger and the pet overpopulation problem with one easy, simple, tasty solution? Fist Puppies from RP Enterprises. Never have to listen to a Sarah McLaughlin song again about it. Fist Puppies available only 
at Hetty's on 4th Street. We are back, and uh, welcome back to Creative Writing, episode 319, first one of 2024, where we have so far gone down, gone off the rails. I think this is a good start to the new year, and I hope we've given you something to rant about. Uh, I'd like to rant about some things that I get called out for by my friends uh, from writing. I did have a few other things written down for notes this week, like, you know, uh, IMUs, and I, then I then I flashed back to that one episode where I had all these vins written down, and I oh, had like God. all these, and I was like, and I edited all that shit out. You guys were like, that is so. Bu-. I remember I, that. Episode. I ended up editing it out, and it made it the best show ever. So I was like, what am I doing? Why am I torturing people who who wants to know how a fucking IMU? Who cares how an IMU works, right? <laughs> Let's get into shit that the real issue. What to do when your friends call you out for bullshit? And so uh, on this episode. I'd like to say a few things that I get called out for and then tell my friends to uh, go eat a bag of flaming dog dookie uh, for, for, you know, I have you guys here to back me up on this. So I'm, I'm going to run down here first. Kim, you make some, I'm, you know, feel free to yeah. comment and get your list together if you need to. Nothing like uh, putting you on the spot. But um, I, I have been called out before for always wearing boots. And there's only a couple times where I haven't worn boots that I felt totally weird. And, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, everyone says, Hey, you know, I, I say, I'm not a pussy. And apparently I am if I don't wear boots. Cause I see these guys riding, you know, if you ride a Harley, you have to wear Vans. That's one thing I, I've, <laughs> I've been, I've learned from watching Harley riders. And also if you wear Vans, you can drift your Harley. You can jump your Harley at a motorcycle, uh, motocross track. Um, you know, you can wheelie your Harley down the highway. Uh, it doesn't matter. Harleys must have some protective power, but uh, I'm not for it because I don't ride Harleys. I have to wear boots. If I wore a Harley, I could probably get away f- with wearing Vans, but since I don't, I wear boots. And especially after uh, riding my friend's um, YZ450 with no boots. Mm. Hello? Yeah. What? Nope. What the fuck? What happened? Mike, do you have like an electric toothbrush too close to the <laughs> It's his vibrator. <laughs> hey, when when I do wear Vans when I ride my Harley, mm-hmm. I have the Velcro Vans so nice. the laces don't get like hung up. Sick. I, I thought you were going to say so they're super thick and protective. Yeah, but... it, it pads when you shift. It's kind of like an extra layer. Like the nice. little strap is like an extra layer to cushion from the shifter. I just line up my shifter with the Velcro strap. So it's like, yeah, well, dude, when I started riding motorcycles, I never wore a helmet. I, I only had boots like, you know, my work boots on and I probably was riding in t-shirt and jeans and I never gave it a second fucking thought as I got older and started to wear all the gear all the time. 
I feel entirely fucking naked now and especially without boots and especially after my friend Dan uh, will wrote the uh, 15 digits blog and uh, tore his fucking foot off Ugh. on, on a, a YZ450 just fucking around in some uh, on New Year's Day a couple, and during, during like 2020 I think it was uh, just fucking around just he's been writing his entire life. We he was on episode twenty three, I believe it was. Been writing since he's five or three or some shit like that. And finally, at like fifty or fifty one, fucking rips his foot completely off his body. And so I always wear fucking boots. I am a pussy. Uh, so I'm sorry. I have a nasty. Um, sorry, I have one more nasty one with that. Um, when I was a kid, like you know, I live well, still where I live now, like on a dirt road. So we had, you know, like a BMX makeshift track on our mm -hmm. road for all the kids. And one of the neighbors, like, um, went off a jump with the BMX bike, and it, you know, it had the the foot pegs with the claws. Oh fuck yeah! Like oh, God. ate it. Like his knee sh ripped open his shin with the pet with the foot peg and mm -hmm. a stick jams up in it. Oh yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. 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 I, I, those claw pegs due to my, my legs looked like pizza when I was a kid. Cause those things, you know, you constantly slip a pedal <laughs> despite the claw pegs, you slip a pedal and you hit yourself in the shin. And yeah. It, uh, yeah. Mike, let's, uh, what's one of yours? What's your first, uh, uh, what do you get called out for? You're number one. So when it comes to writing, I guess the thing that I get called out for, if I had to really pinpoint one, is I tend to be the person to lead the ride. And I'm always like, hey, guys, we're going to keep it tame today. And I never keep it tame today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get called out for that regularly, in fact. Uh where I'll say, yeah, we're going to keep it under 80. And then oh, we yeah. find ourselves doing 100 the whole way. Yeah. Um, that's I, me. I get called out for that. Yeah. I uh, hate leading. I used to yeah. lead. That's why I hate leading. Mm, yeah, you feel like a lot of responsibility on like, you know. I, okay, so my thing is, I know how I ride. And I'll be real. I like to to go fast. I, I'm Ricky Bobby. Uh, I do feel a hankering to go fast. And I feel like sometimes the people that ride with me don't want to go fast. And uh, I don't want to lead. I'm almost at the point where I'm like, hey, guys, this is the spot we're going to. <laughs> Y'all have a GPS. I do that. I do yeah. that. I'll post like... Um an event or like on our Facebook page for like my group, like I'll be like, Hey, this is happening at the hideout or this is happening at Del Mar. See you there. <laughs> like <laughs> we'll meet there and eat in the crap, but like, I don't want to ride with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm or I'll ride home with you or something. Right. I don't want to, or I'll do, we'll ride together, but we're not riding home together. Like I'll, I'm leaving when I want. Cause I don't want to be yeah. behind you or in front of you or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm holding people up, but I definitely don't like leading either. Cause a lot of times I see shit and I'm very impulsive and I'm like, Hey, we need to get off on this exit right here. And instead of like, cause we don't have comms and it's like coming up in three miles, we're going to be. So when I see the sign, I start pointing and getting over and it's like, and I just feel frantic. I don't like leading either. Um, 
but also, you know, if I were riding and Mike said, Hey, I'm going to ride my ride and be there when I'm there, I'd be like, cool. I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't try to keep up because I know what you're talking about, Mike. I've only rode, uh, the actual speed limit with people one time and it felt like I was going so fucking <laughs> Dude, slow. <laughs> I, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, it, my theory is <clears throat> and now I understand there's a time and place for everything and there's a time to go the speed limit and it's when traffic isn't. Yeah. When traffic's not going the speed <laughs> limit, I can. That's why you ride a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if there's, if there's ample space between cars, I'm doing minimum 80. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, I am not putting myself into a situation where I'm getting caught with car, between cars. And so it's just, it's not happening. Yeah. It's not I do it. not like it. Dawson, you got, you got something people are always calling you out for. <laughs> Well, for some reason, like this wasn't clicking in my head when we talked about it. Um, but I guess, yeah, like as we're talking, a couple things are coming to mind. Um, and I hate to say this one, but maybe like not always riding like to bike mm, things. Like right. <laughs> maybe I'll cage it. <laughs> that is. That is a good, I mean, that is a fair call out too, because I feel like anytime you go somewhere not on your motorcycle, it's, I always give you shit, even though I'm totally kidding because I just might have caged it there myself it's too. It's like, it's like one hand, it's like, I don't need to prove to anybody that I ride because right. I ride and I don't give a crap what you think. But then it's like, as I'm getting older, I'm just like, it's freaking cold and there the wind chill yeah. or like, I don't want to be in like wind chill 15 degrees and like, can't even walk when I get off the bike. Yeah. Even. Yep. So I guess that might be one, um, which is why I relish in my youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mike's so happy to be 16 because, like, yeah, once you turn like 40, yeah, everything's fucking cold all the time. Um, yeah. Something I get called out for, not by the people I'm doing it with, obviously, but from other people, is having a drink before noon. I just don't understand why there is a time limit on when you can and can't have a drink. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Sometimes I like beer for breakfast, especially when I'm on a camping trip with the guys. <laughs> That's what we wait. We go to bed and we wake up via the. That's like all you know, there via is the hooch. to drink. Yeah. Like exactly. Nobody brought water. And if you do, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. But yeah. And um, I was going to say, I mean, this kind of was going to say, hey, uh, drinking while you're riding because I don't usually get I, I don't get called out for that no none of my friends actually like slugs a big old thing of vodka and then is like let's go but we will stop for beers you know and we'll stop for like stuff at lunch but then yeah. you like eat lunch and you talk shit about motorcycles for a bit and then you you know nobody I've never ridden intoxicated but definitely have got up and before I brushed my teeth fucking drank a fucking Probably a Coors Light, some shitty beer. But. Right, right. Well, and I think that when you're camping, it just doesn't count. That camping is the excuse oh, no. to. That's, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, ask me about Kernville. What? <laughs> it, what was my coffee? What went? What happened before I drank my coffee or while the coffee was percolating? Oh, yeah. that's right. I shotgunned a beer. Did you even sleep? Uh, like, did you even stop uh, yeah. drinking? Like, <laughs> yeah, I closed my eyes for a short time. Yeah. Um, Dude, I used to work out a lot. I know 
I've probably said that before, but I used to work out a ton and count my calories and all that shit. And when, when I would go camping with my friends, I would figure out how many carbs I needed for the weekend and literally be like, dude, listen, I can survive off beers. Like (laughs) they're, they're, they're empty carbs, but still they're carbs nonetheless. And I would like, my body would metabolize metabolize it so fucking fast that I like never got shitty shit. Fa- it was great. I was like, holy shit, this is the fucking dream. So I'd always take like a 30 pack and uh, work my way through my carb and calorie count that way. So it works out. You can survive on beer. It's been proven. Um, Mike, what's your number two? Uh, I'll go, go ahead and go ahead and say that people call me, you know, that I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> or that I have a problem. That piggybacks um, right off mine pretty good. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say there ain't no problem. It's never been a problem for me. Yeah. No, I just like by no means I'm an alcoholic. I just I, when I have an opportunity to completely let loose and get drunk and get a little wild. I get a little wild, right? Like Thursday on your lunch break? Well, yeah, (laughs) fucking lunch beers. You got to do them. No, uh, (laughs) by no means am I getting hammered all the time. I honestly got drunk, like actually drunk one time last year, and it was Kernville. I I don't really drink. I have me. I maybe will have one or two beers a month. Yeah, I I don't drink as a much lunch. as I let on. Yeah, I don't drink a lot. I'm getting down to that too. I'm kind of like I, know, I, I, I was like either. I was like one a day, and now I'm like yeah, like I just don't. I'd rather save it up and fucking go hog wild. And it- I, well, and that's the thing. When I drink, I would. I'll, I'll be honest. When I drink, I fucking drink. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink as much as I, I don't drink as much as people say. Or right. uh, they'll be like, "Oh, you have such a problem." When I'm like, "No, I had I had one beer with dinner, guys. This is a problem." Right. Oh no, I drank a beer. Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm gonna piggyback off drinking a beer at noon or drinking a beer first thing in the morning. Like, I, I honestly, in time and place. There's people that drink coffee at nine o'clock at night. Those people are fucking weird. You know, why am I weird for drinking a beer at six in the morning? morning, Right. I replaced my drinking with jerking off. And so it's like (laughs) you're now it's like, oh, you're jerking. You're jerking off while you're uh, in this work meeting. That's not entirely appropriate. And I was like, well, you don't want me drinking in this meeting, do you? And they're like, fair play. So, yeah, that's one way to one way to get out of uh, drinking all the time. Um, (laughs) Kim. Kim, what's your uh... like off of that really quick? Like, this could be probably a whole episode in itself, but like, you know, some people say like two wheels, two drinks kind of thing. Like, I remember hearing that when, um, I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) I know. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of factors that come into play. I just, I remember hearing that as like some people's rule for drinking. uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. Like, if you're out on a ride. When I go moto camping, it's two wheels brings two gallons of hooch to the party. <laughs> two cases. But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Time and place. Time I and think. place. Absolutely. Yeah. Um all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go unless you have one, Kim. Do you have an Well, I see some of yours are like not bike related, right? Well, it doesn't matter, yeah. These are just things we get called we, out. We we make them bike related. <laughs> um 
I don't like the movie Grease. You motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> How un-American can you be to not like Grease? It is the mo- is so annoying. <laughs> well, there was no motorcycles in it, and so I'm giving you a pass on I'm it. Sure there I mean, was, there, I'm sure there was like some biker, or no, was that West Side Story? I don't know, I've never seen it. No, there it. wasn't. That movie fucking sucks balls, because there's not a single motorcycle in it. Really? And there's John, no, yeah, no, there's no, like, so the scene, I, I've had to see I can't even get through the whole movie, because it just, like, drives me nuts. Because there's not a single motorcycle, there's John Travolta singing and dancing like some sort of word that I can't say. Oh yeah, it's what's the word of the week? Did we do uh, retard? It's it, uh, and was Mike it, just said it. Was it that last year or last week? Whatever. Well, well it was last year. The word of the week's uh, California, I think. <laughs> I think you've said that word actually. California. We'll make it. We'll make it. Oh yeah, no, that was the word of the week the like week a before, month ago. I'm going to figure out what word we've said the most and make it word of the week this week uh, in post. Oh, but (laughs) apparently there is a Grease 2 and there is a motorcycle in that one. It's a Honda CL77. Yeah, but Grease 2, it's it's not Grease. I didn't even know there was a I think there's a Grease 3 of all things, uh, believe it or not. How many Greases? Yeah. Okay, now I guess I'll have to brush You tell me grease. how many Greases are there. Jesus Christ. You just told me I, you hate it and you so expect who, me to know. Who calls you out for not watching that? Every time it's on or I, it randomly comes up, like a, a lot of females, you know, like Grease. And I am like, yeah. what the hell? Right. Oh, uh, Yeah, I guess that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking... Like all these girls I, are like, let's watch Grease, and I'm like, like, oh my no god, no one has ever asked me that question. Yeah, no, I know. None, none of my friends has ever wanted to look like John Travolta, <laughs> but a lot of people want to be Pinky Tascadero or whatever her name is, or Olivia Newton John. Yeah, yeah. No dude, no dude ever went as anybody from Greece for Halloween. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of pink ladies, uh, girl clubs out there. Um, yeah, I always get called out for. Uh, I have got called out and not like called out like, oh, you want to do that? But called out like reverse. Uh, we're going to say it like a backhanded called out. Like I would never do that. Uh, riding more than 500 miles in a day. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends will power through and some of them won't. And, and Kim, as you said, as it does get colder and colder and I get older and older, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound that much like that much fun anymore. But yeah. once you get out on the road and you totally forget about all that shit and you're having a good 500 miles. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's all bets off, I, and I would love to do. You know how are you going to do an iron butt if you're I'm not gonna, even going to do five hundred? I'm gonna we're going out for Bisbee's like five seventy five, so that's coming up in March, and I'm like it's kind of I did I did it once I did it once before, and that was my like longest in a day, mm-hmm. and it's like the reward kind of outweighs the physical like drainage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't really think about all that shit in the end. I would, you know what? I, I would say like, I don't know if this is true. I'm just talking total shit now, but I might even ride like a fucking bicycle 500 miles. Maybe I should make that my goal for 2024. <laughs> I would do it as long as it's like totally flat. Like <laughs> Yeah, no hills. Like what are you going to... The Forrest Gump in, in like oh, Utah or whatever, where he's like looking yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> We got to go to Florida because that's the only place with 500 miles that's flat that I could think of is, would probably be if you went to f- the top of Florida and back, you know, yeah. started in the Everglades and went to the top and back. Um, no, I mean, 500 miles really is nothing. That's like here to Vegas, right? I mean. In a car, it's like nothing. 
Well, on a bike, think, is it 500 miles to Vegas? No, it's only, I think it's four three or four something. I don't even think it's 500, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Vegas is not that far. Like when I think of a ride to Vegas, I'm like, that's halfway to where I actually want to get to, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, I don't know. I just think that people that three, won't do 30 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so is it 330? Yeah. So yeah, well, to, from my door, I would do Vegas and back, uh, in a day, you know, if if there yeah. was enough time, yeah, if, you know, I would be down. I mean, I would yeah. honestly, I want to do a poker run where you stop at casinos and play a hand of poker, okay. like eat video poker or whatever. But I think it would be a lot of fun to do the the poker run, but a one k in a day where you stop and gamble. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I think it would be a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like going off that too, junkie. Like not necessarily getting called out and like not me, but like in general, when you're in conversation with um, like on a group ride and you hear someone say like, maybe you just rode out somewhere like 30 miles for lunch or something. And the person in your group says, yeah, this is my longest ride. And you're like, <laughs> what? Oh man, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like this yeah. is the longest ride I've ever done. It's like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. So you, to, to get called out. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily, it could be like a passive aggressive call out too, like that, like where they say it underhandedly or like they say something like that. Like, Oh wow. I can't believe we rode this far. And you're like, dude, this is like not right. that far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if if I, I'm not stopping at least twice for gas, I'm not riding. What right, the fuck? right, exactly. Uh, Mike, what you got uh, next on your list? Um, I get. I, I'll be real. People, I, I get called a hater. Um, <laughs> really? I, 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 yeah, I, I I talk a lot of shit. Um, rightfully so. Every time I talk shit, it's deserved. Uh, my opinion is superior and everyone else's is wrong, obviously. Duh. Um, I, I can't called out for talking a lot of shit. Uh, but the thing is, I'll talk this shit to the face of these people. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> I'm not like it keyboard warrior or i'm not like the guy that's hiding behind his phone if i'm gonna talk shit i'm gonna just talk shit yeah i'll tell you that your fucking elmo helmet cover is the stupidest (laughs) thing i've ever seen and you're an attention-seeking little kid or that wearing a tutu on your motorcycle is pretty goddamn stupid i don't like that oh i hate when chicks do that um i'm a hater (laughs) <laughs> and I get called out for being a hater. <laughs> it's funny Man. to watch him do it, though. <laughs> it's like a master at his craft. Pretty much. Oh, uh, I will absolutely flame you. He will. If you are on a trike or a Can-Am. Can-Am, it's, it's over. You're, you have signed your death warrant. Uh, it's done for you, son. If you're on a trike and you're not physically disabled in a major way, I mean, like, this has got to be, like, a big deal. Like, you're paralyzed. Maybe you've earned the right to ride a trike. But if you're missing just a singular leg, there are plenty of dudes with just one <laughs> normal leg and an amputated leg that wow. still ride on two. You wow. you have no excuse. Oh, oh, you're 80? Maybe. Just hear me out. Go out to the pasture. Ride that motorcycle until you crash and your feeble body fails. Don't. Get a trike. Trikes are stupid. Okay. Okay. A hater. Hater at heart. I'm gonna make that a shirt for you. Hater at heart. C- make certified. Cool. Certifiable. Certified hater. hater. There you go. That's better. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I get called out for people can't believe this, but I don't like cake or donuts unless we're talking about fat asses or burnouts. And uh, I pass this on to my daughter. She doesn't like cake either. We'll be at a party and we'll be eating. First of all, we look at the fondant that's on the shit. And the only reason I know oh, fondant, fondant is... Fondant, Yeah, bro. my wife watches a bunch of baking shows. So I was like, what's that fat... What is that fat shit that you have to cut through? And she's like, fondant. Uh, that, my daughter and I look at that shit and just our stomachs start to... Like our eyes start to water. It's like, oh, it's disgusting. And then we'll both eat cake and I noticed that she doesn't eat like the, the topping. And that's what I hate too. I hate frosting. I fucking loathe frosting. I hate cupcakes, uh, donuts, that all that shit. That is so crazy to me. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. And my wife's a huge fucking sweet tooth. So we're like uh, water and oil. We're like Ike and Tina. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we, <laughs> I slap her all the time. So if you don't like cake, how do you feel about like a brownie? If it's more dense, does that do anything uh, for you? Absolutely, because I do like brownies and I like creme brulee and che- I like cheesecake because okay. che- cheesecake okay. isn't like an actual. So it's the the consistency of cake. You don't like airy baked goods. Yeah, I don't like airy baked goods that have a ton of sugary f- cream shit on them. I, I think it's mostly I'm the frosting. It's the frosting that I don't Fuck like. Frosting. Yeah, yeah. Fuck frosted tips. Fuck frosted Ooh. flakes. <laughs> Fuck Frosty the Snowman. Uh, fuck all this frosting shit. But I do like big asses and burnouts, though. I will. Uh... <laughs> I kind of have a similar, like a food one similar. I had my first um, hot Cheeto like a week ago. Oh my God. I'm going to edit that. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First... What? It was, you had <laughs> your first hot Cheeto? My very, very hot, first Cheeto. hot Cheeto. Mm-hmm. Her, her mom didn't let her have red 40s. You know, so. right, red dye 47 <laughs> or whatever. Don't you know what happened to Bozo the Clown? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, actually, that's what the color never appeared appealed to me. I was like, that has to taste like shit. That color is just so nasty. Like, it just never interested me. And then my kid, my daughter wanted one. And I'm like, let me try one because we watched like, there's like a documentary or not oh, do- God. That a, sh- a movie. I think it's on Flaming Cheetos. It's called Hot Cheetah, Flaming Cheetah. Huh. It's like a real life story on chips. I think it's like out here in Ontario. Anyway, yeah, that would they're pretty good. Same with Mountain Dew. Wow. I'm like not Mountain Dew. <sighs> yeah. No, that stuff has been proven to uh, make you play video games uh, for the rest of your life. Um, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to have to do a whole show where we get together in person and eat shit that we've never eaten before. Now, if, so, if I saw something brown and gooey, that would make me think, oh, that's going to taste like shit. But if I see something red and crunchy, that's the last thought I would have had. No, but, what uh, we what we need to do, do is like we we each buy some things and we have to record in person. So like random things for uh, for for each other to have that we think they've oh, probably never i have eaten. got something for you guys <laughs> and maybe you have oh. to eat it blindfolded and say what you think it is mike's got just a bag of mealworms for us <laughs> uh, no okay so at the asian supermarkets i i love these things so it's it's dried salted dried crabs oh my god it. dude they're so good it's like a crunchy chip that tastes like crab it's <laughs> awesome i'm having the worst visuals right now yeah they're, mike, they're mike like, had a terrible something, something terrible happened to you as a child <laughs> you're forced to eat dried crabs on the fishing boat um, uh nice um, um mike i want to know what what um 
number four is on your list. Oh yeah, I, I I've been told that I have resting bitch face. Oh, oh my god, Mike! I totally wrote that on my list. I totally wrote for me, <laughs> but I didn't know what RBF meant, so I wrote well, it. Now out. you do. I'm gonna have to text you a picture. I'm gonna get you um, both the shirt that says "I suffer from RBF." Oh, do you hear my my dog? Perfect. My dog's like choking in the background. So <laughs> that's awesome. On, on he ate a crab cake. Side, yeah, the other side to 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 transition that. I'm also told that I'm really easy to like piss off or Same. get angry. But I, honestly, I just think that everyone else is fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not me. It's everyone else. I'm not the problem. That's when, yeah, we have <laughs> the resting bitch face while we're all those thoughts are going on in our head. Right. It transitions <laughs> into the animated bitch face because you see it is easy to anger. You know, Mike, they say when you're pointing a finger, there's four more pointing back at your resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what they say that, but I don't believe them. <laughs> they say that, but they're all idiots, and I hate them. <laughs> I um or I yeah I thought I get called um like token or like the token kind of of our group because well it first started because I was kind of the only like white blonde but then the other like sometimes the girls will like introduce me as like I'm not in an MC or I don't run an MC. Like we're just a group of women that ride. And sometimes like some of the girls will introduce me to other people saying like I'm a president or something. Mm. Um, just cause like that's a big it yikes. is, yeah. I tell them afterwards, I'm like, no, like please do not like don't do that. Like it's not correct. I'll be a dead president soon. <laughs> you keep that shit up. Yeah. But um uh yeah, so, so sometimes I'm called like the token female. Nice. Oh, that's I get called that once in a while too. I mean it does hurt, but uh we work we work through it and we are stronger because of it. Uh I get called out a lot for uh talking all this shit about all the gear all the time. But then actually riding naked and uh, <laughs> like on yeah. our logo, like are on one of our pictures. Yeah, basically, that was me. Um, I do get called out for being too cheap, and I think all of us have probably. Uh, well, not you, Kim. You're always bragging about all the shit that you absolutely, you know. <laughs> she actively buys. She waits for things to go off sale so <laughs> that what? she can buy things exactly at full market price. She's like, she I, don't yeah. wanna, I don't want to look cheap, so I'm going to wait till this goes back up full price so I can have the sticker. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I bought all this, all my risers and crap, like on Black Friday, and waited almost mm-hmm. like a month to get them. Mm-hmm. Didn't even get all the right things. You know, if you read the description, you absolutely would have. Reading's right not things. my strong point, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I sk- I'm yeah. a skimmer. I'm a yeah. skimmer. You clearly skimmed over the part where it says in bold that it runs 1.78 bars. <laughs> 1.8. Get it right. Yeah. Mm. 1.1 1. 1 in 1.8. The only time I use it's Canada's that dumb measurement shit. What you it's think literally they literally an American? I know. I was gonna say you think they measure. It's in, like a million centimeter diameter. I don't know. You had to like do the tri- like the U.S. to Five Canadian dollars around. <laughs> you know, I did have to do when I was because cal- I wanted to know um how quickly from UPS from Quebec 
out to here. And I did have to put in the dollar, um, like if I wanted to see, you know, the, Hmm. so I did have to convert stupid Canadians. That's when you learned that when it says like it's $23 Canadian, it's actually only $10 American. I had to figure out how their zip codes work. It was like GIP Hmm. 73, five or I'm like, what is that the zip code? I don't know. Yeah. They have, it's, I won't say they have weird stuff because then when they mail stuff to us, it looks equally as weird. You know, I have to say, I sure. got I got it in t- two days. So go Canada nice. for giving me my stuff. Well, in Canada, that's a week. So you got to remember, <laughs> you're not doing the conversions. But oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> so, if you um. We're going to wrap up the show. You spent uh, over an hour and a half with us. By, by the time I edit this down, it might be a 36-minute show. We'll see. But um, uh, by the time we bleep out everything that's inappropriate, for sure, it'll be a 12-minute show. Um, but yeah, I did want to say, if there's anything that you get called out for, feel free to email at creativewritingpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, if you got any plans or if you got any topics that you want to hear us blab about, do the same. Email us there, or you can check us out on probably Facebook would be the easiest place to post your uh, your grievances and the uh, topics that you want to hear, or become a patron and tell it to us directly uh, via Patreon dot com forward slash Creative Writing. Um, guys, uh, do we have a call to action? I really, do. I just want people to do that. I want people to write in what they get called out for, so that we, we we know exactly how low we sit on this totem pole of things that are potentially, you know, people getting getting called out for some actual crazy stuff. Um, anyways, if you want to contact us, contact Dawson. Dawson, where can we find you? Um, Dawson's with a Z freak on Instagram, and nice. message me if you decide to add me because I get weird crap. Yeah. I'll be in the token. I get so many like religious single dad requests or military. (laughs) (laughs) You get both. You get the opposite ends of the spectrum, but you get, you get them all. Yeah. I like, if there's not a bike picture in your profile, I'm not going to add you. Right. It has to be, even if it has to be a Harley. Even if you are are really just dad. Oh, what? Uh, (laughs) Mike, where can we find you on the socials? So, yeah, at 619 Mike Media or at 619 Mike T on Instagram. Uh, Definitely follow me there. Um, And, you know, message me your thoughts about the government and we can have a (laughs) definite, we can have a conversation of, patriotism the pros and cons of um listening to or not listening to the government we can discuss not paying taxes things of that nature (laughs) or or if you're um, a shitty writer and you want him to review your writing footage there you go oh my god send him some of your writing footage and then why it's not your fault and let me your crash clips send me your crash clips and (laughs) i'll tell you how you fucked up (laughs) yeah um, also check us out creative-writing.com is our blog uh, email us creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook and Instagram at creative writing podcast check us out on Reddit at creative underscore writing and listen to us on all your favorite places like the one you're listening to us now I don't have to explain that uh, anybody well I'm going to say Mike you got any final thoughts you want to leave us with here for yeah the, so uh, I have a great baking recipe for you guys well, first let's thing hear you it. need is a five wait, gallon wait 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 it, it, it's not okay five gallon bucket I like this because that means it's not cake or a donut 
No, no, no. You you just need a five-gallon bucket. It's a really simple um, five five ingredient thing. You need a five-gallon bucket, and you do two parts all-purpose baking flour to one part diesel fuel. You mix that and you let it dry for roughly five hours. It'll become a clay-like substance, and then you can knead in your choice of ball bearings, nails, metal scrap, anything that would become uh, maybe volatile and explosive. Hey everybody, hope you're having a good start to your new year. 2024 is going to be a banger. Uh, email me and Tobor and uh, let us know your show suggestions. Maybe we'll do a junk pile on it. Maybe you'll learn something. All right, everybody, ride safe, ride fast. Love your butt with the coconut. Bye.